Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week nine waiver wire. Uh, we're, we're really, like, the seasons go quick, man. Like, we're getting there. Week nine. And this year's gotten away from me. <laughs> it has, right? I mean, 2020 in general. Look, we talked about this last week. I think we started to lose our mind a little bit. Um, it's gotten away from us for sure. I would say that this year has been crazy. And well, I mean, this this episode coming out on uh, on election day, so hopefully the craziness ends after this. But I have a feeling it won't. I feel it's going to get worse. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But we got some waiver wire pickups. So let's let's just jump into this thing. So actually, some news too. I might as well just talk about some quick news. George Kittle, um, a fracture in his foot. Looks like he's going to be out eight weeks. If he's out eight weeks, that puts it to about week 16, which pretty much makes him, at this point, he's just – He's irrelevant. You, you drop him, right? I mean, you drop him because, what, if he came back, you're getting him for, like, the final championship week, which, you know what, great. If you get – you know, you got to get there. So, you get yeah, rid of him. Yeah, yeah. And that's, assuming that he comes back and you feel good enough to play him. Yeah, yeah it's just unfortunate, um, but – especially with the tight end landscape right now, there's not a lot you can trust at all there. I mean, you trust Travis Kelsey, and is that it? That's it. I don't I mean, you don't trust Mark Andrews anymore. Um, he, the, the big three to start, the big four almost at the start of the year was what, Kelsey, Kittle, Ertz, and Andrews. Ertz is out, Kittle's out. Andrews isn't doing great. It's just, and no one's really stepped into that. Wallers look good at times. You know, other guys have looked good at times, but even Jonu Smith looked good at times, and he's had three bad weeks. And other guys step up, but no one stays there. So, um, actually, you know, before we get into the top pickups, I might as well just throw out a couple tight end pickups. If you lost Kittle, this is where you need to be. And I, I guess I would say, I mean, I'd probably go for Jordan Reed if, if, if he's going to play this week, which there's talk about him being able to play. So if that's the case, I, I mean – from what the waiver wire looks like at tight end, I think that's about your best bet. Honestly, it could be a Jordan Reed because he looked pretty solid um, when he played for Kittle last time. Because this is the second time Kittle's been out. I mean, are we really? But I don't know. Are we relying on Jordan Reed in twenty twenty? Like, what the heck is this? Like, you know? I mean, I might as well. Al- Alfred Morris is playing in this game tonight in the, for the Giants. I know. So it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of throwbacks now. But yeah. I mean, you have to, right? I mean, Jordan Reed, he did look rel- You know, he looked good. In, in one game, at least. <laughs> right, yeah. So it's, it's hard to really tell. Um, he had that one big game against the Jets in week two where he put up, you know, two touchdowns, seven catches for 50 yards. I, I have to believe that he would be he would be a, you know, usable target, especially in the red zone. They've shown us he's already done it. Kittle's not going to be around. Uh, I, I would think that he has to be the number one pickup if you're looking at 40% or lower because he, – he- Everyone else is kind of taken. He has a better yeah. shot at getting a touchdown than any other guy I can see on this list at, at least. Yeah, and he, he has to, he's practicing right now. So he still has to be activated. But I mean, if you're looking at 40% and under, I think he's your best bet at this point. Under 40%, the next one I'd go to is maybe uh, Trey Burton. But Trey Burton, it's um, not a lot of volume necessarily, but he's gotten rushing touchdowns in each of his last two games, which is, uh, I mean, how sustainable is that? Yeah, and, and each one he has two <laughs> touchdowns and two games rushing. Yep. And he only has two carries <laughs> to yep. get it done. Well, 
obviously not, I think not sustainable, but I, I like the fact that they're using him. I mean, I think your top pickup, if he's out there in your league, if you're looking at under 50%, it's like Dallas Goddard at 47% yeah, okay. owned. You know? I was going to say, yeah, without a doubt, he is going to be, he played his first game. Now they get a bye. Uh, then he'll play immediately after that. So yep. he should be pretty healthy. And he is by far, you know, yeah. the number one. But he, he didn't play the great yeah, in that game, but that's not. Closer to 50 yeah. already, I, I imagine that one, if you can get yeah. him, great. It's yep. usually not what we talk about, but yeah. And otherwise, there's Robert Tanyan, 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 whatever his name is. Um, he's at 46% owned. He's been decent. You know, he had the one great game. And since then, it's not like he's been setting the world on fire at all. But at tight end, I mean, this is what you're dealing with right now. It's just the options really aren't there. I mean, Dalton Schultz was at one point an option, but that offense has been so bad that I don't know if I can trust that. But he did get six for 53 last night with eight targets. So he's also interesting. Mike Gusecki's just over 50%, but again, he hasn't really been doing much of anything the last couple of games, and Tua didn't look great. Tyler Higby's just over 50%. He hasn't been great. It's just a lot of – you know what? Jordan Reed is the best option for me under this 40% mark, and Dallas Goddard, obviously, if he's available in your league. So that's where I'd go. Where do you, where do you land on Logan Thomas of so Washington? Logan, Logan Thomas, it feels like – I keep waiting for more from him and what his best games, like a four for 60, the targets were there early. Those first three games, he went like he went eight, nine and seven on the targets. And then the last four, he's had four targets in each of the game. He has had touchdowns though. In the last two, we played, he, he's, I mean, they play the giants. They play Detroit, play Cincinnati, play Dallas. That's a nice little schedule there. So, you know, actually looking at that schedule, that's not bad. That's not, yeah. that's, that's not bad. there. looking at the schedule. Yeah, he could be an option too. It's it's uh no matter I mean, what you're doing here, you it's a it's a shot in the dark. So yeah, I was just say he's definitely you know you're you're taking your risk, but I, I do no. want to throw his name out there. Yeah. All right. So tight end, tight end talk normally doesn't lead off the waiver wire, but hey, that's about the only you know interest, <laughs> interesting part. There is some pickups though at running back. So I'm gonna um first off, I'll bring up one that is I believe he's over forty, but it's between there's a couple between forty and fifty. There's at least one. It's J.K. Dobbins. He's at 48%. So I just got to throw his name out there. If he's one, if he's in your league, go pick up J.K. Dobbins. I'll say that. But if we're going back under 40, it's going to be, I think, Zach Moss at 36% owned. He's clearly the goal line back there in Buffalo. And that's, I mean, that's all you need, right? A couple of goal line carries. And that's not no fluke thing. Like He was the goal line back in the early games. He got hurt. And as soon as he's back, he's the goal line back again. And it, I mean, we hated seeing it, you know, wanting to see big numbers from Devin Singletary, but hey, it, we've got to admit that Zach Moss is the guy in that role. Singletary's, you know, between the twenties and, you know, Zach Moss is there when he get down to the goal line and that's worth a lot in fantasy. So go get, I mean, Zach Moss, I think he's probably, probably one of the, the probably the top pickup for me, honestly, under 40%. There's a couple interesting other names though. But. Yeah, I, well, I, I know where you're going with that one. I, I worry a little bit because even when he did get the goal line carries even early, he never reached pay dirt, right? Yeah, the first uh, couple games. One, yeah, true. Game one, maybe he caught one. But um, in, in week eight, it was the first time he got two. It so was. It, it looks a little bit better than he is. And maybe that is the regression of Josh Allen not running quite as much because it's a long season. Maybe this will we'll see it a little bit more. I'm still out a little bit on Zach Moss, but I'm 
he's in the first couple for me for sure because that upside is so great but i'm still i'm still going for the damian harris i thought last game he showed a lot i think he's just a better running back and they're right now i mean they're just not doing a whole lot cam newton is not really getting it done as a quarterback i think they have to lean on him a little more once again any of these guys you're you're taking a risk because you're not exactly sure but i think damian harris is just a a better running yeah. back so i would i would lean towards him as being my number one so damian harris he's played four games he's first game 17 carries 100 yards you know really solid 5.9 yards carry denver game wasn't good six for 19 but then against san francisco 10 carries but turned it into 58 yards caught one for 12 so he had 11 touches and he got 70 yards out of it and then this past game 16 for 102 to touchdown those are actually really solid numbers and they're the the Damian Harris talk is just so little. You just don't hear about him. No one's talking about Damian Harris. Man, he's not he's not amazing, but that's pretty that's pretty decent. And he's yeah. become kind of the main guy there. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, the team's not good. It's not nothing's going well for New England, but Damian Harris has been usable in fantasy. And just there's just no hype for him whatsoever. And this could be one of those guys that just sits there in your flex spot and just gets you 10 points and you call it good, right? So, yeah, I think he definitely, definitely needs to be owned. I don't know why his numbers aren't picking up even more. They shouldn't be picking up more than that, but they're just, they're just not. So another name, I guess we can throw, or I'm going to throw it out there only because it just depends on the injury situation. That's going to be DJ Dallas. If, if uh, Carson's back, obviously that goes away. If Hyde's back, it probably goes. If Hyde's back, I don't know if it completely goes away, but it kind of loses a bunch of its, you know, appeal. So DJ Dallas, don't go spend much of anything for him. But if you can get him for nothing, throw him on your bench and wait and see if he becomes the guy again. Hey, go do it. But I'm not gonna. That, don't go crazy with that one because more than likely it's a one week thing and it's over with. So other other guys. Um, who else do we have here? <laughs> well, yeah, I was gonna say I, I do have to ask. I guess there's a couple of weird ones out here that that you just don't really know, right? Um, but I do have to ask, uh, Nihaim Hines. Yeah. So you have the pass catcher, pass catching back in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. He had a big game last week. We know that he's up and down, and it all depends on the game flow. But how, how much do you think he's worth? Do you think he should be on a team, or is he just one of those that he's too difficult to figure out when he's going to strike so you don't want to deal with him? I, I'm I'm in between on him, truly. I am too. It's really tough for me, I guess. Because even with that two touchdowns he got in the 54 yards, it was only off three catches. And his his running was five for eight. He doesn't have any running upside at all. And it's not like he's getting like, you know, all these catches per game, maybe like James White would have gotten before or somebody like that. I mean, it's three catches, five catches, two catches, three catches, four catches. In PPR, it's worth a little bit more. But I can't, I can't start that guy playing against Baltimore. Baltimore, Baltimore, Tennessee, Green Bay, Tennessee is his next four. So three out of those four, Baltimore, Tennessee, Tennessee. That's tough for three of those games. Green Bay necessarily isn't tough, but um, two twice against Tennessee and once against Baltimore is not great. I just can't play him. I can't do it. I'd rather have in that same kind of role of a player. I'd rather have J.D. McKissick, honestly, for um, Washington. McKissick hasn't been great either, but. I mean, he's been, I think, a little, little better with the catches if you're looking PPR. I mean, week seven, he only had two, but before that, he had six, six, and seven. So I'd probably, I'd rather have McKissick, honestly. But what about the other guy in the backfield there for the Colts? Not Taylor, but Jordan Wilkins. After what he did, he's interesting. He is. I, and, and I don't, 
really know what they're going to be doing with that one, right? You no. have the high-profile rookie, you have the pass-catching back, and now you have this guy who who's still a very young player that mm-hmm. they gave a lot of carries to last year even. So they're in kind of a predicament where I can I can see it more watering down Taylor's value rather mm-hmm. than building his up. That's kind of how I view it. I don't think that they're going to give him carte blanche and say, hey, like it's yours to win. Here's another 20 carries, right? I, I think it's going right. to be uh, Taylor starting to look a little bit better. And now you get eight carries, he gets 10 carries, Heinz, you know, gets a few and, and they go that way. So I, I think, is he worth throwing on your bench for, for a couple of games if you have the spot? Yeah, find out. I mean, an injury could always occur. He looked good in his last game. Running back is very difficult to come by. And I do really like that that offensive line. I mean, it is very good, even though Taylor has had a hard time really getting it going to the level we wanted. So I would say go ahead and grab him, but I would not be willing to play him next week if I had any other options. That's kind of where I'm at. Uh, well, you know, another name I just want to throw out because I still find him interesting. That's Cam Akers. I, I thought about throwing his name out there, but I, I can't in – he had I, I nine. I mean, he had nine carries this past game. So, the, I mean, he got a few more. Um, I mean, it's not like he turned it into a lot, but Daryl Henderson did get injured in that game as well. I don't know the severity of it right now. Um, I don't really think he's Henderson's expected to miss any time. But Acre, I mean, Acres is. I don't know. He's just he's, he's still interesting to me. Still is. I you know. I I get that. I if it it's just a three a three running back committee at this point that yeah. I don't see there's a whole lot of upside. I haven't seen acres as, as the most talented back, you know, there, I don't, I, I just don't see it quite yet. I think, I think his rookie year is going to be more of developing. Um, if an injury does occur, like, I don't think Henderson is, I don't think that's a long-term injury, but if he did, if he was out, you still have Malcolm Brown there. I don't think that there'd be a lot to be gained, but it would at least make it a little more, you know, a little more right. interesting for me. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't find acres to be all that valuable. Just talent, purely talent wise yep. at the moment. And then all oh, the other name, we really, we should have brought this up earlier. Gus Edwards. Um, he's, he's still only owned in 4.8% of leagues. 4.8. Wow. Right. I mean, when you hear that number, it's like, Whoa, what's going on there? He had 18 or 16 carries for 87 yards and a touchdown this past game. And, you know, for the most part, Gus, Gus Edwards, I think, has looked good over his career um, when he's gotten opportunities. I, you know, he's, he's been a player that I feel like every time he's played, he's looked pretty solid. You know, I actually I would compare it to um, Raheem Mostert before Raheem Mostert actually got a real ch- chance. If you remember that, we always talk about Mostert every time he played a little bit. He's like, oh, this guy can this guy's decent. Gus Edwards is kind of on that level. He's not going to get the chance that Mostert got ever. ever. I don't think that's ever going to happen, but. It's one of those where you see him play, and it's like, okay, he always plays well. And with Ingram out yet, it looks like. J.K. Dobbins, though, is obviously the issue there where the workload is not going to be crazy, but I think it's a split. So, and they're yeah, good. I, they're both going to get some, you know, decent numbers, I think. Right. The, the schedule coming up is pretty brutal. Um, I, I do think that he'd be worth owning if, you know, if, if Ingram is out. Because I think no yeah. matter what, they're going to be using, you know, that, that turntable style. And Last year it worked. I mean, he was pretty productive last year. Ingram was uber productive. Um, Lamar was far more. I-, I could see a world in Gus Edwards being valuable to have for the next few weeks until Ingram comes back. But I think that he's the first man out. He'll still get a few carries, but 
Um, yeah, if you're in a tough space, I can't believe he's only owned in in four point. Whatever that's the crazy thing. That's a that low, is the crazy way part. too low of a number. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's he's putting up numbers like a lot of people that are owned in. I mean, like, right. <laughs> Right. Nothing, nothing great, but at the same time, he's probably as a better bet in the next few weeks than a lot of these guys. All right. So how about how about wide receiver here? So um, wide receiver wise, I think uh, the top one under forty percent has to be Corey Davis. I don't think there's any question about that. So Corey Davis is eight for one twenty. I mean, is he going to pull off the Devonte Parker here and finally at the end of year four look good? You know, former first round draft pick, do nothing for three and three and a half years, basically. And then at the end of year four, you know, you look like a decent player. And I feel like he's on that that path right now. Um, eight, eight for 128 is a solid game. So Corey Davis, we know we know we know there's talent there, right? Like I still believe he's talented. He showed he showed signs of that over his career. He's never put it together, but a good quarterback, you know, another good wide receiver opposite of him that's helping. I think it's a good pickup, get Corey Davis. Not going to see yeah. eight for 128 every week, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> the picks that I would make right now are the exact same ones I said last week. It would be yep. Corey Davis and it would be Alan Lazard before he comes off IR. Right. Yep. Those would be the two, my my top two, because I think those guys are, are talented in good situations. Yep. After and, that. Yeah, after that, it's going to depend on. Um, I mean, if you look at um, Mike Williams, is only owned in forty-two percent, so he's slightly above our number. But he's an, he's a he, he's interesting. I still would rather have Corey Davis over him. Then after yeah. that, I mean, you look at like a McCall Hardman again. We t- bring him all the time, but he's one of those guys that I think you can start in like a pinch and hope he gets a touchdown or two. Jeff, I can't. I, I'm still. I I, I don't know. I, I saw him in your lineup. I, I did. I I, I watched I your lineup because I needed you to win this week, and I watched your lineup and I saw McCall Hardman. And when McCall Hardman scored that first touchdown. I was like, yes, Jeff got a touchdown. And then I went to look at your lineup. I'm like, oh, there's no McCall Hardman there. There's, there's freaking Richard, Richard Higgins. I took him out like five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> this year is just – that league it, That league is the death of me. Uh, but it didn't matter anyway because I, I try to – I don't think I, – I try to get so cute in that league, and uh, nothing is working. One's just put up a well, dud. Luckily, it wouldn't have got no. you the win. You still would have lost. No, but it would have been, anyway. been a closer loss. It, would it, have been like it a- made me feel better, though, because that last-minute tinkering, I'm surprised right. at how often it doesn't get me in trouble. And then right. this one was the first one. Immediately out of the gate, he got a touchdown. I was like, oh, no. I'm telling I you, like, I, I saw that I touchdown, and I really thought, oh, Jeff's – there we go. Jeff's going to beat John. <laughs> here we go. I need John to lose. Uh, that would have been great. Oh, but oh, but McCall Hartman, he's still the guy, though, that you can throw in in, in you know in a tough spot and hope he gets a touchdown or two, right? It, it happens a lot, so. There, there's worse options out there than him. Um, after that, Cur- Curtis Samuel did something, you know, last Thursday night. That was interesting. Got himself a rushing touchdown and receiving touchdown, but and he got a rushing touchdown the, the week before. But are you going to trust Curtis Samuel in any kind of spot? No, I'm not. <laughs> so yeah, just not not really going to do that. Um, other wide receivers, I guess, depends on your league. If Marvin Jones is available, he's up over 50%, but he was available with Galladay out. Maybe you go pick up Marvin Jones, but he's owned in over 50% of leagues. Jalen Rager is an interesting one. I talked about him early on in the year. So if Rager is in your league, it's, he's worth a look at. He did catch a touchdown. It's, I mean, he's clearly, though, backseat to Travis Fulgham at this point, which is crazy to think that happened, but it did, and Travis Fulgham's been great. So Rager might not get that great opportunity. And then um, I guess if you go down the list, there's still um, – Tim Patrick is still honestly interesting. He missed his past game with an injury. 
But, you know, Denver doesn't have many guys to throw the ball to. So if he's back this week, he's still interesting. I don't know if you have any other names out there at wide receiver you're looking at. Um, now the only, the only one that intrigues me even a little bit down below that is I'm, I'm still kind of interested in seeing how Denzel Mims turns out. True. Yeah. It hasn't been anything big, but he's at 42 yards in each of the last two games. And that's, you know, on a bad Jets team, kind of getting his feet underneath him. So I do think there's big playability there. And I do think they'll want to figure out what they have in him. So he, he kind of intrigues me as like a, a dark horse to, you know, to be useful at the end of the year. You know, another one I kind of say in the same kind of um, spot like that, I like Darnell Mooney yet. Um, you know, yeah, I actually he, I completely agree with you. Yeah, and this past game was actually his best. Five for 69. He got a touchdown. He had six targets. But they're, they're looking for him. I was watching that game, and they, they were looking for him deep a couple times. They're going to hit one of those at some point. And, you know, I, you know, as soon as they hit that one, that one bomb to Mooney and he adds on, he has five or 69. He hits that one 60 yard touchdown and all of a sudden that's a six for 129 and two touchdowns. Like it never one's picking him up. Right. So Mooney, I, I like that. I mean, his target number last. So, I mean, so this, this is all year. It's actually pretty solid. So the first two games, only had three targets each of the games, but then he's gone since then, since week three, he's gone five, nine, five, five, seven, and six. That's not bad. And, um, yeah, I think that's an interesting ad, especially if you're a little little bit deeper of a league, maybe, you know, or deeper bench. Uh, Mooney could be an interesting pickup for you. So. Yeah, he is. He's incredibly fast, too. And and you're just an injury away from them having no one else to throw to, and he could really ascend. So I, I like that one as well. Yep. Um, another name that actually had a solid game last week, this feels like a blast from the past, even though it's probably only from last year or so, is uh, Jacoby Myers for New England. So we, he got talked about just briefly and then didn't do anything. But so this past game, he had um, six catches for 58 yards off 10 targets. The week before, he had four for 60 off six targets. So he's getting some targets, but New England's just been brutal. It's hard to – but with Edelman out now, you know, maybe Myers is going to be the guy over Nikhil Harry, or maybe no one's the guy, and you just don't trust anybody on that offense other than maybe Damian Harris slightly. So, but – that's all I got for those positions. We already talked about tight end. So I figured to bring up a couple defenses here. So I got two defenses I find interesting for this week. One of them is going to be Washington playing against the Giants. The Giants obviously just aren't that good. Washington held the Cowboys to what? Pretty much nothing. They had three points, I believe. And then I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's the Cowboys, but the Giants aren't any good either. But then the other one I yeah. like, the other defense I like, is the Giants playing against Washington? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that's pretty much, I don't expect much from that matchup, I'll say. So I think those two are, <laughs> you're not going to feel good about either of them, are you? At all. But those two are, um, I mean, what else is there? I, I'll, I'll bring up some of, the, some of the defenses here that are under 50% who they're playing. And tell me what you think here. So under 50%, I believe we got, uh, Titans playing against Chicago, maybe. That's not the worst, right? I don't, I don't yeah. like Chicago. That's not bad. Seahawks against Buffalo, probably not dealing with that. Vikings against Detroit. Vikings really haven't been any good. Detroit though is Detroit. I still don't like that. Um, then you got Washington against Giants. Cowboy, uh, never mind. Can't talk about that. Cowboys playing against Pittsburgh. You're never going to do that one. Got Cardinals playing against Miami. How do you think about that? How do you feel about that? Cardinals playing against Tua. I like that one actually. I, yeah. mean, I mean, they 
Miami did really well as a team last week, but it had nothing to do with Tua. I mean, he, he was fine, but he didn't have to do anything. I don't even think he threw a touchdown, right? So he did throw one to Parker, but that was oh one. okay. So he did he you know he did whatever he did fine, but it's gonna be a second game out. You know, you, you're gonna throw some blitz packages at him. You're gonna try to make him make some mistakes, and if if they are, you know, if they're not running back fumble recoveries like they did last week they'll have to try to force some some stuff so i think cardinals is a really great streaming pick and the last four games they've been pretty decent i mean uh, i mean they haven't you know they haven't played against anyone really but (laughs) but yeah uh, i I like that one that's a good pickup what about packers playing against the (laughs) san francisco 49ers who have their whole team injured you know i'm I'm actually for that one too. Green Bay has uh, been very up and down. I mean, on defense, I, I was I'm very shocked at at how unorganized their defense looks at times. But if you're ever going to catch a team on a uh, a strange week, it is definitely the 49ers. They, you know, I don't know who their running backs are really going to be. Kittle is out. That's a huge one. They Garoppolo's only have, out. <laughs> yeah, they only have Ayuk really as a as a pass catcher. I think yeah. that is a, a very As, smart play. I don't think that there is going to be any wild amount of points that you can get out of this one. I think it'll no. just be – it's not going to lose you the week. I think you'll get a, a handful of points and you'll get out of it happy. Has a team ever been hit by injuries this badly? It is really bad in San Francisco right now. Everybody. It's it's just – I don't think I've seen anything like that. But So, yeah, I think there is actually a couple of decent options there for you at, at defense this week. Nothing spectacular, but – options that can get you through the week I'd say I, I have one more that I'm, yeah. I keep looking at um, and I know you're going to look at the numbers and, and they've done a little better than they probably should have but Miami has been incredibly good on defense for I mean really this entire year if you I mean after the first two weeks they were really good right I mean uh, I mean against Seattle they they flatlined but they've put up double double digit points against every other person and you know one was San Fran New York uh, Jets the LA Rams you are at Arizona which scares me against Kyler because they put up points but would they you know would they even pop into your head as someone you could put out there because they're able to get I can't. those big turnovers I have a hard time going against Kyler I don't think I can do it I I just uh, Kyler can just erupt for points, it feels like. So, no, I don't, I don't think I can do it. But they've been – I mean, they've been, they've done some good things, though, this year and surprised people. I guess I didn't expect them to play as well as it against the Rams. I mean, I guess they did it against the 49ers early in the year before. I mean, this was when the 49ers weren't as hurt either. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't think I'm going to go with it, but there's some other options I'd rather rather play with, you know, play with. But. Uh, what about quarterback here? Let's throw out a couple of quarterback options if I can find a decent quarterback option, which may, maybe he's not there. So if you're going under 50%, you have Derek Carr against the Chargers. You have Bridgewater against the Chiefs. Uh, well, you got his Minshew's out, Garoppolo's out. You got Tua. You can say, I don't, I don't feel that one. You got Daniel Jones against the Red, Redskins. I do this like every week. Washington. <laughs> how about Kirk Cousins against Detroit? You know how that seems to go for Detroit, right? <laughs> you know, there's not a lot of options here. I'm telling you, Nick Foles against the Titans, Philip Rivers against Baltimore. No, Drew Drew Locke against Atlanta. Yeah, Kyle I mean, Allen against, against the Giants. There's not options here under 50% this week. It's Kirk Cousins against Detroit if you're stuck under 50. 
that's for sure. I think that's about it. There's just not options this week for you. God, even that one, I almost, I'd almost rather, I don't know, play. almost <laughs> rather roll the dice with Drew Locke against Atlanta. I mean, right. I mean, there's a, oof, I don't know. I mean, I guess I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I'd probably go Kirk Cousins, but that is how close. I don't think, I mean, it's dire out there right now for, for QB, especially after Delvin Cook has such a good game. I mean, I can't imagine them going away from him right away. Right. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. I, I guess if you're um uh, okay, so say is that below 40 or 50? 50 below 50. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. that is that's pretty bleak. It is. It's not great. So, but all right. I think that's gonna do it for waiver wire. We'll be back tomorrow. We're gonna actually do some awards, some mid-season awards. You know, it's it's that time. It's actually only beyond that time, but it's a it's a good spot here if you're going 16 weeks we're through eight so it's a good good spot to do some uh, mid-season awards so we'll be back tomorrow talk to you guys then